Episode 92, Carrying the Weight of the World. Welcome to the School of Weight Loss podcast, where we empower you to reach your healthy weight goals with less wasted effort, money, and time. This is the podcast that uses evidence-based tips and tools to simplify weight loss for the ladies who've tried it all. If you struggle with obesity or being overweight, you're tired of endless dieting and never reaching your goals and just plain tired with life, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, obesity medicine certified physician, life and weight loss certified coach, Dr. Emily Vinzant. Let's get this episode started. Hello there, ladies. I want to just share with you, this is going to be an off-the-cuff, real-life podcast episode about a moment that I've been experiencing for really the last week, but just came to a head literally probably about an hour ago. And I think this happens to all of us where we have those moments where you just all of a sudden experience such an intense emotion that just comes completely out of the blue. And I've had a year. (laughs) I just want to start by saying that. For those of you who haven't followed along my story, we have, you know, 20 some teenage kids and that's a whole different level of adjustments in your life, right? We also have a five-year-old who watches all of this. And so it's a really interesting position we are at in our lives, but there's a lot of emotions around um, learning how to parent adult children, right? And what that trajectory you might have expected to look like and what it really does look like. And so I just share that as a background because It'll explain a little bit the moment that I just had. And I want you to ask yourself the last moment like this that you had. It may show up in a parenting moment. It may show up in your job. It may show up in your life. It may show up sometime when you look in the mirror. It may show up sometime when you're around your parents. It might show up sometime when you go to somewhere that, you know, brings back strong memories from your past. So my husband and I are reading this book. It's really more of a book than a devotional together called The Secret to Prayer by Kyle DeRoberts. I love this book. It really changed my prayer life and so much of how I look at God in my life. We'll link it in the show notes in case you're interested, but that's not even the point of this. The other day, he was marking all the pages, right? Turning down each chapter. And I was like, I don't want my book marked like that. (laughs) And he said, well, what do you want me to do? I said, well, there's a bunch of bookmarks over there. Grab one. And fast forward to today when he opens it and he happens to flip over and I see the back of the bookmark that he chose and the front of it says superstar. And the back of it says, this book belongs to name Ella, school collegiate, grade fourth, teacher, Mrs. Armour, room 206. And I lost it, ladies, just like flying tears out of my eyes, just at the vision of that. We've had a big year and almost year and a half now of transitions with my daughter, somewhat unexpected transitions, and sometimes those moments hit, right? And I want to share with you that it is a thought that creates that intense feeling, right? When we look at our think, feel, eat cycles, the good news for me is I don't really turn to food anymore when I feel those feelings, but I still feel those feelings. Nothing will take away those feelings, but there is a beautiful tool to give yourself, which is to actually look at the thoughts that are contributing to and creating those feelings. And I think when we're carrying the weight of the world, here's what happens. In that moment, I have so many thoughts that come up. And there's an underlying story I have here. 
my daughter transferred schools her sophomore year in high school because I got remarried. We moved out to the country. It was getting really difficult for her to stay at the school she'd gone to. And as a mom, I always look back and think, I don't know if that was the right decision. I don't, I don't know if I made the right decision. There's such strong emotion linked to that thought for me. And it's been a weekend of those, as I said. You know, it's interesting because I think we we bring ourselves forward, ladies, right? So just yesterday, my husband and I were discussing how much my life has transitioned in the last few years. And the things that I'd like to make more space for that I've kind of crowded out from my life. We moved a while ago to the country, you know, but I was always working in a clinic. So I had a lot of interaction with people. And, you know, we moved away from my good friends. It's only about 45 minutes, but with time, you find that you do less and less. And then, you know, I made new friends in the town that I was working in, but then I kind of moved out of that practice. And I just was telling him just this weekend that I really crowded out some of the things that gave me joy and gave me peace and I love in life. And I think that it's created a space where it just feels really heavy, right? I feel mentally and emotionally heavier than I want to feel in this life. And it's because I've crowded out so much space for joy and for enjoyment. And I want you to just ask yourself in your life where you're carrying extra weight mentally and emotionally that it might just be time to let go of. And are you willing to start letting it go? I love my husband because he always gives me like these simple thoughts that he doesn't necessarily follow through with. (laughs) So he said a few minutes ago, he's like, you know, my weight is bothering me. I said, yeah. And he said, you know, it's really simple, Emily. I just need to stop eating like a pig. But it's just this place where it's just what I turn to now. I said, yeah, I know. But if you think it's that simple to quote unquote, stop eating like a pig, not my words, ladies, (laughs) you would never hear me use those words. Those are so my husband's words, right? Why are you still turning to food? And it's for emotional purposes that stem from these really heavy thoughts and the thought that food just can step in and fix it. So as I shared a bit ago, I've done the work of removing food in this loop. That's easy for me. But I still think I struggle with carrying the weight of my life. And to me, ladies, you can look at your think, feel, eat cycles. Absolutely. There's a thought there that made that extreme feeling come on so fast. There's the thought that I messed up and I failed my daughter because of a choice I made. And we can spend a lot of time talking about that and coaching in that. And most of the time, it's not there. But it still hits me sometimes out of the blue. And I think that is just to be human, right? We carry forward our own stories. And the more you spend getting real about what's the story and what's the facts, the less you'll continue carrying the weight of the world. So for each of you, when you ask yourself, what is the weight I'm still carrying? And when I recognize it coming up, am I willing to lay it down? I want you to notice that that is the first step, right? The first step is to recognize that there's a story here. It's not always a fact. Let's use this specific example that hit me. Yes, my daughter switched schools. Did that create everything A to Z in her trajectory change? 
To be honest with you, I don't know. I really don't know. Could it have contributed? Yes. Could other things have contributed? Yes. Would I have changed it? I still don't know. And I think that's the trickiness of life. We want to know. But ladies, we'll never know because we don't get to see the other side. So when I get into these moments, and I want you to consider this for yourself, these moments, where can you turn? The first step is always going to be to stop eating the feelings. Why do we eat these feelings? We eat these feelings because we're used to food giving us a little feel good in that moment when we don't want to feel the feeling. That's it. It's cheap. It's easy. It's accessible. It's been around. As I've said many times on here, and I literally just said this to my husband, I said, I tell my ladies, our weight is just an outward sign of our internal imbalance. And food is kind of like the cloak you put on, right? It's like, let me just hide and cover that a little bit more. Let me not experience that. Let me experience food instead. It's so freeing for your weight loss journey, but also for your life to let yourself be a human who feels feelings and not automatically go to the thought that it makes me bad or it makes me wrong or it makes me worse or it makes me less than because it's not true, ladies. That's why you start carrying the weight of the world because you think you must cloak and hide these feelings from yourself and from other people. And that creates a pretty dang heavy cloak. I just was thinking earlier about this podcast. We're getting close to 100 episodes. And to be honest with you, I've done more than 100 episodes, but we're numbering the main ones so that you all can track that, (laughs) right? But we're getting close to that. And I thought back of the trajectory of this podcast, ladies. You know, I have an episode very early on that was called Creating the Lighter You. And I'm not kidding you. That was the first time I told anyone besides my husband and my daughter that I'm talking about that I had weight loss surgery. Like I did it on the podcast. When I went through this this morning, I was like, I want to go to my podcast. I want to share this with the ladies who want to hear it, who are experiencing this in their lives, because I feel so different in this space than I used to. I'm safe in this space. And I never was before. So sometimes when I cry a little bit, and I know you can hear it, the emotion in my voice on the podcast, sometimes I there's still a bit of me that feels like I should hide it. And then I'm like, no, because this isn't actually a problem for me. If it feels weird to you, I want you to ask yourself why. Because this is just to be human. If you're like me, and most of you ladies are, you carry the weight of the world. Listen, I spent a very long time being everyone's go-to girl. And I thought that was my strength. But one of the moments I even had again this weekend with my husband in our discussions was that, I'm just going to be brutally honest on this podcast episode. (laughs) I told my husband, I was like, I feel like when I start letting people in, as I said earlier, right, I feel like I've kind of pulled myself back. And to be totally honest with you, ladies, I want to give you like a really clear picture on what that looks like. We've had a lot of crappy circumstances, but I have had a massive, probably year and a half of growth in my faith. And I actually think God was very involved in that and pulling me back to my basics of who I am as a human being. I don't talk a ton about faith because you know why, ladies? This is funny. The reason I don't, I found myself, is because I don't have accolades with it. I don't know the Bible verses. I'm not the girl who's going to quote scripture. Me and God are on like this amazing path, but I don't have like a Bible PhD behind my name. I'm a girl who kind of got kicked out of the church when she got pregnant with her daughter and has a pretty complicated relationship there. 
But this book, The Secret to Prayer, changed that. There's a reason why it's my third time reading it. And I joined groups that changed that. But I still bring me. And I feel like God has really pulled me back to my basics. And now I'm rebuilding out. But I still bring me, ladies. And what that looks like, if you're like me, is as I go into these relationships and want to build relationships and maybe build new ones and rebuild old ones, I kind of don't want to bring that version of me forward, right? There's parts of it I didn't love and I'm very in tune to making sure it's not happening. That being said, it comes naturally because of who I am. (laughs) I shared a few weeks ago that I'm a caregiver. Maybe you're a caregiver. I am a go-to girl. I just am. So when I find myself reaching out and giving a little bit, there's always the part of me that's like, and I'll prove I'm worth it. And I used to eat away those feelings, but now they're raw. They're there. And I have to learn how to feel them. But the tremendous level of growth that comes with that is it's making me look at how I can truly be the healthiest version of me. This healthy me level work, ladies, is truly next level work. And it comes down to the heart of your weight loss journey, but it comes down to the heart of who you are as a human. As a human, I tend to go from, sure, I can help you with that, to I've taken it all over. Now it's invading my time. It's taken over too much of my space. And now I'm kind of annoyed by it. (laughs) I see that in myself. In the past, I would have said other people do it to me. And I'll be honest with you. I spent a few moments this weekend trying to claim other people did it to me, (laughs) to my husband. I was like, listen, everybody relies on me and I want two-way relationships here. I don't want to rebuild this space where it goes from me doing something out of my kind heart for a friend to being an expectation that a whole community has. I don't want to go from a space of me just wanting to bond and talk to me constantly coaching, right? I don't want to go from a space of starting something fun to being in charge of it and it becoming heavy. And ladies, that's what makes us feel like we're carrying the weight of the world. It's literally built into who we've made ourselves. I truly believe that to fix this weight journey, your weight is just the outward sign of that internal imbalance. It's different for each and every one of us, but there's a trend there. And until we're willing to look at that without turning to food to step down those feelings, We're shorting ourselves in the growth that could occur. I recently read another book called Life is Messy by Matthew Kelly. Obsessed with it. One of my favorite books of all time. And he says, we put ourselves first by acknowledging our legitimate needs and tending to them, encouraging ourselves, silencing our inner critic, following our passions, taking care of our health, being mindful of our strengths and talents, and being gentle with ourselves. It's time for a new path. Have the courage to make the change, flip the switch, and you will look back a year from now with awe and amazement. Being willing to feel those feelings has created a totally different path for me. It's created so much growth. And in the knowledge that I'm human, I'm special and I'm not special in that way. We all experience all the feelings. It's literally what we do with them that determines our life trajectory. It's been a year for me when I look back on the last year of recentering where I turn for that strength. If I can accept that I am human and that means I'm flawed, but it doesn't mean I'm hopeless or broken, then I can accept all of me in that, including the feelings that I don't want to feel. 
I don't have to stuff them down with food anymore because food wasn't ever fixing anything to begin with. But I've got to be brave enough to feel them. And my strength in doing that comes from God and it comes from coaching. Two really weird places to intersect. But I'll tell you, I shared this just this last week on a coaching call. One of the ladies said, should I just maybe ask God for it? I said, yep, go for it. I'm a firm believer. He's got way more power than I do or you do or your brain does. But you also could help a little bit. (laughs) We can also help a little bit in our human level of help, right? And that looks like deciding intentionally where to turn. I turn to two places now. When I find myself again carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders, I turn first to God. And the book, The Secret to Prayer, taught me so much about looking at God in a way that I want to turn to him. I used to think of God as a very Zeusy character who would just, if I messed up, he was going to strike me down and I was always screwing up. So he was just waiting to strike me down and prove I was wrong. And yeah, of course I didn't want to turn to God when I thought of him like that. I was like, hey God, don't lightning bolt me, right? And so I would only in complete desperation. But now I will say, instead of turning to food, I'm like, hey God, maybe you could like send the Holy Spirit here a little bit because your girl needs a little extra help. It's that simple, ladies. Just want you to open your eyes to that possibility. Because if you even have the beginnings of a belief in a higher source, you believe that they have more power than we do. So just try it instead of turning to food first, right? And then after that, I turn to my own brain because I'm like, okay, I'm going to use the highest power and then I'm going to use my highest power, which is my brain. And I look at my think, feel, eat cycles. Like I said, I don't really necessarily insert food very often anymore because of the work that I've done. And that is incredibly freeing. And now it looks like, who do I want to be? If I'm making decisions that's the healthiest version of me, carrying the weight of the world is doing nothing but weighing me down. It's making me limit my life. It's making me live in the past. It's making me question everything. And I will circle that back around to faith that for me, my faith allows me to believe that it was meant to be this way. And I believe in free will. So I I still believe that I make my own decisions. But I also know that God can make amazing things out of my humanity. I've seen it done over and over and over again in other lives and truly now in my own life. So nothing is irreparable. Beauty can come from anywhere. The more time I spend believing that and looking for that, the more I'll see it and the more of it I'll create. And the more time that I spend in my highest level of being, instead of living by other people's expectations or the old expectations I have for myself or stories that I just can't ditch, I at least make myself look at them as stories instead of facts. And ladies, it'll change your experience of life. So this is a real From the Heart podcast this week. For those ladies who needed to hear it, yeah, I know this speaks right to your heart. Some of you guys might be thinking, woo, but this is straight from my heart. Because there's one thing that I know about each and every one of you. And here it is. You are beautiful, wonderful, giving too much of yourselves, smart, amazing additions to this world. And if you believe any less, you've just been misinformed. It's time for you to stop carrying the weight of the world and start being and loving you. Today is truly the day, ladies. So to give you one quick takeaway, here's what I want you to do. Look at one of those stories today. Look for a space when you just automatically find yourself in tears still. Take it to God. Say, hey, your girl needs a little help here. 
Is there another way I could think of this? Feel the feeling that comes up. Just let yourself feel it, ladies. That is pure humanity. And then ask yourself, can I let it go? What would the healthiest version of me do with this? It'll change your life. Today's the day. Let's get started. If you loved today's episode, make sure to share it with a friend who needs to hear it too. Leave me a review and click subscribe to get the latest updates on all my new podcast episodes. Ready to reach your healthy weight goals and drop the endless diet cycle? Head on over to emilyvinzantmd.com and learn more about working with me in Dr. Emily's School of Weight Loss, my virtual weight loss coaching program. The link is in my show notes.